Welcome back to the show, the Authentic Drake Podcast. You know, where we move at the speed of life. Yesterday is over. We live in a moment because tomorrow is not promised. What's going on, people? Welcome back to the show on this gloomy, fucked up ass day in Michigan where it should be 75, but we got a cool 47. Fuck you, Michigan. <laughs> Before right. I get started, you know, I got my brother L-Dub on the ones and twos. Yes, indeed, in the house. D-U-B-B. Two breasts, two butt cheek dub. You know it took me to death when I said on my other episode, I was like, two Bs, uh, beads and back shots. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Say beads and back shots for those who don't back understand. If I, that's going to be a drop, too. If I, if I holler out double B... Beads and back shots. That's right. So don't get it misunderstood because I just clarified it for you. Right. <laughs> uh, speak, you know, I, I thought about this, people. I was saw something earlier this morning. They was talking about some. If you can guesstimate, what would you? What porn name would you give yourself? If some, if you were a porn star, what would your porn name be? That's some wild shit. It is. That I've seen shit like that. They'll be like, put like your birth month with like your favorite sport or something. Yeah, but that's no fun. Shit. Right. If you come up with your own shit. Right. That shit, oh, that shit would be crazy. I don't know. I know my shit would be on some old, it'd have to be like Mexican or like Arabic or some old dumb shit like, <laughs> like Mahmoud Garcia or some dumb shit. Oh, no. I, I came up with my name in, in like 10 seconds. What's up? Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Just called me <laughs> starring Warhammer. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. That shit, dude, I, I was I was laughing for like an hour, nigga. Every time that's why I said Warhammer, nigga, I just start laughing. <laughs> it was for cannon or some right. shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, ladies. If I was ever a porn star, Warhammer. <laughs> god of Thunder and shit. Shit, fuck God of Thunder, nigga. I'm the god of everything. <laughs> if Balls Deep was a person, hashtag Warhammer. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you know, I just had that was that shit, and that just happened this morning. So that shit was fresh in my mind. Don't mind me; I think like that. Y'all think like that too. But I'm just open to admit the shit. So right. Shout out to the Warhammer crew, cause y'all out there, Warhammer. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, I got some shit I need to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, first thing I want to say, I went fishing last when we had the good weather. Right. That that hot little yeah we had yeah. I, so I went out fishing, man. You know, I had to. Throw the rise in the truck, get out there, and you know, knock that shit out. Mm-hmm. And I, and you know, the one of the rules of fishing, man, if you fishing off the bank, the worst thing you can do is have motherfuckers out on their boats and shit. And these niggas know they drifting right where you fishing, so they know your lines is somewhere in the motherfucking water. Mm. And them bitch ass niggas still drift, and he looking at me. I'm looking at him like, if you drift another motherfucking foot <laughs> close to my shit, and he like, hey, how you doing? Why the fuck you so close to me? <laughs> you on a motherfucking yeah. river. Why the fuck you this close to me on your boat? And you and you fishing off the pier, yes. off the edge of some shit. I'm sitting there minding my own motherfucking Hell business. Nah. Fuck around and, and get your line caught up with some dumb Nigga. shit. That's called fishing etiquette, you dumb fuck. Right. A little decorum and shit, you know? Some nah. fisherman decorum. If a nigga pulled out a gun and shot at his ass, <laughs> <laughs> right? that nigga would have turned turn, turn that engine on fast as shit and got the fuck on. Like, yeah, I want no parts of this shit. 
this, this nigga taking fishing serious as hell. Right. I ain't catch shit, but you know, it just felt good to be out there because I know I had posted it. Mm-hmm. And Paul was like, you know, Brother Darkness, you might right. be here now. We just can't see his ass. Hell yeah. Shout out to Brother Darkness. Lurking in the shadows and shit. Right. He was like, yeah, man, we got to go fishing. Nigga said that shit every year I go right. fishing. Right. Say that shit every year. We do got to do that shit, though. I'll be like, shit, I'm down. Just tell me when. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, for you motherfuckers, that's called fishing etiquette. Certain shit, you ain't supposed to fish next to a motherfucker when it's a whole bunch of y'all, when you know your line's going to get crossed. Because all it takes is the right fish to get on that bitch, and he going to fuck up everybody's shit. Because mm-hmm. that motherfucker going to run. So, that old unedic, edic, uneducated motherfucker who don't know what a sense of what etic- etiquette is, you know, it's a, some of y'all, I know etiquette is a word y'all not familiar with, but right. bear with me. Look it up. And <laughs> Google that the shit. The dictionary can be your friend. So yeah, that was one of the little things that bothered me. Motherfuckers don't understand fishing etiquette. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to send a shout out to the most unappreciated uh, pillar of the community that a lot of people can't live without that understood the test of time. And many of y'all got it in y'all possession and y'all never acknowledged it. Mm. Shout out to the box fan. Box fans. Shout out to the box fans. <laughs> I said I was going to buy me a new fan, man. I had my box fan. You know, because back in the day, man, people had box fans in the window. Right. You know, them bitches came that in handy. Staple of the community. Right. When niggas couldn't afford them high super, super price fans and shit, yeah. they go right to Family Dollar, get that 1999 box fan. Hell yeah. That gets you together on them hot ass nights and shit when the AC ain't working. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your budget a little low. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, we motherfuckers that keep a box fan so that bitch get dirty and dusty. Don't ever take the bitch apart and clean the screen and the blades and shit on the motherfucker. Right, that shit be brown and shit. That's probably one of the rare $20 a motherfucker spend will never look at. You know what? That was a good-ass investment. Right. So I want to say, this this sip of my drink of the day is to you, Mr. Box Fan. <laughs> you are the real MVP of the black community. <laughs> Damn, this shit is strong. Shout out to the old nation, Shandy. Right. Mixed with some exotico tequila, some shit I just threw together because we didn't bring enough alcohol to this recording session. Right, right. We definitely rectify that by the time episode 17 comes up because we are currently on 16. Best believe we'll be back at it with oh, the yeah. alcoholic beverages. So, yeah, shout out to the box fan, man. You the real MVP. You don't get the respect that you deserve Right. from the black community. Because all of y'all got one in y'all damn house, whether it's in the kitchen, the basement. Some of y'all probably had it in the window that week it was hot because the motherfucking had air conditioning. So don't act like you too good to ever say you ever owned a box fan. Right, because, uh, yeah, we sure still got ours. Now, we got some that, that oscillating spinning shit, too. But, yeah, we, right. st- we still got the classic <laughs> box fan and shit. Shit, that's the best fan ever, man. Hell I remember yeah. as a kid, and my mother used to couldn't stand it. Like, I was a kid. I would literally sleep. With the box fan directly in front of my face. Like, she'll move it when I'm asleep. <laughs> and she'll, the next morning, I'll move that bitch to literally in front of my face. So that bitch blowing directly on my face. And would never get sick. Hell no. Nah. And she's get mad at me like, if you don't stop doing that, if you get sick, you're still going to school. And I would never get sick. Mm. And to this day, shit, my little fan, even though I'm about to replace it. But, shit, I had that box fan for the last, shit, that bitch. I probably had that fan for at least the last seven years. Mm. Best $20 I ever spent. Right. And all your money out that shit. Yeah, because, you know, know, shout out to Family Dollar, man, because the best $20 I ever spent was a box fan, and I bought a can opener for $10. 
the electric can opener mm. in 2012, and I still got that, that bitch. That bitch still work? That bitch still work. Hell yeah. So shout out to Family Dollar. Y'all do sell some shit that's worth holding on to. Mongers motherfuckers don't, you know, misuse the shit, so I want to give Family Dollar a quick little shout out. Right. But, yeah. So, I want to talk about something that's it's really recent, and I notice it a lot on social media, and now it's a lawsuit going on about the shit, and I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. You know, you just whatever you did in your life is what you did. You just want to prepare for the shit to ever get exposed. Everybody talking about this Freak Neek documentary that's about to come out on Hulu. When is that shit coming out? I don't know. I know it's some it's some women who supposedly uh, feel like they don't know if they end the documentary, but I guess now they're like prominent <laughs> females, like you know, like uh, presidents, you know, political motherfuckers. And now they scared that they they're gonna show up in this freak Nick documentary. Dang. So now they trying to file a lawsuit to get the the documentary from releasing. Hell no. Nah. I'm like, just cause you oh you had your ass and shit out in the nineties, why you wanna hide the shit now? I wanna know who it was who who it is filing the lawsuits. They telling them they self already. Nigga, I just wanna see the shit to see if I recognize any of the broads in the video. <laughs> That's all I want to see her for. I'm that like, be I know that hell, shit. Dog. I'm like, because the worst, the worst thing you could do is watch that freak Nick video. And I mean this, and it probably won't happen to me because I that I guess the one from the year they was doing, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You can literally be like sitting with a chick. That's like you sitting at home with the wife. Shout out to my sister Shayla. Right, right. That's like you sitting at home with the wife, and all of a sudden. <laughs> Either she recognize a dude or you recognize a chick and documentary be like, I know that motherfucker. <laughs> like, what kind of shit is that? Duh, that shit would be wild. Man, if I recognize a chick in there, I'm calling it out. Like, I know that chick. I ain't hit it, but I know her. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, shit. I, so, yeah, I don't know why they trying to block that shit. You know, if you was a freak back then, you was right. a freak. Right. It is what it is. That was a long time ago. Yeah, a lot of people even know the history of that shit. Right. Like, it started off with I think some kids, they said some kids on campus that couldn't go home for summer break or some shit. So it started off with like five to seven people mm-hmm. had a picnic in the park and all of a sudden the shit built from there with a lot of people just getting together during the summer. And all of a sudden, it because I think the original chick who started it came out and said what it turned into isn't what it was supposed to become. Mm. And she's the one that started it. Right. Like she the one that planned the original first group get together each year before that shit took off. She's like, Yeah, that ain't what it's supposed to be. It turned into that. And then she, you know, you had niggas coming from all from every state, people coming up from every state to do this and to do that. And the shit spiraled out of control, man. I was like, shit, man, you know. Hell no. Nah. That was the early stages of the Throw London's Matter movement, man. You right. Know? I wonder who was the first one to decide to start shaking their ass. Right. <laughs> and started turn and just turned it into what it was. Like, who was that? Right. But, you know, one thing I did see when I seen some pictures from back in those days at the Freak Nick, like, you look at chicks who, how they dressed back then compared to now, they still was pretty much fully clothed back then. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they probably eventually came out they shit, but they was <laughs> like, but they started off like fully clothed, like full outfits and shit on. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Imagine if the Freak Nick was going on now, the way these motherfuckers dress now. You just, you just, just leaving, you just leaving kids everywhere. Right, basically. Shit, just, just popping sperm everywhere like shit. You get a kid, you get a kid. Right. I mean, shit, the way they dress now, nah, that shit is just a normal afternoon anywhere you go. 
Then it make you wonder how many kids actually came from the freak nick. Oh, probably. When the kids don't know who they who their daddy is, cause <laughs> mama went to the freak nick and was getting getting her cheese clapped by like random random motherfuckers and niggas. That's go to, fucked up. I mean, think about it. If you a male and you know you can go to Atlanta and everybody on some shit, right? And you and you, and you just round it. Now, keep in mind, health conscious, you still gonna risk fucking yourself up, right? But knowing you can just go out there and just randomly busting nuts and chicks with no repercussions. You just right. out here just busting mad nuts and chicks letting dudes bust mad nuts in their ass, on their ass, you know, all that shit. That's fucking You know what I'm saying? It's like it was a tie. So if you if you wanna if you wanna politics and you hope to be a senator and kinda find out you was doing throat lunges back in nineteen ninety, whatever five or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I know. I think I was too young. I was I think I was still in high school and shit. Yeah, like, I, I never personally went, but shit, yeah, I was old enough. I was supposed to go to one, but I didn't go. Mm. Looking back on it now, do I wish I had went? Hell, motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit looked wild as hell. Would I have went busting mad nuts? That would have been my full intention. I ain't going to sit here and lie. <laughs> act like I was going to be all holier than thou. If you go into the freak, nigga, you was going to fuck somebody or right. multiple somebodies. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the documentary. I see a lot of females on my timeline posting about Hoping they don't see themselves or their mamas or their aunties mm. on the documentary. So somebody gonna get somebody gonna get exposed. Right. Somebody gonna know yeah. that. Oh, somebody. Like, yeah, I know that girl. Motherfucker jumping somebody in Boston. Hey, I saw you on that freak new video. I know you got down like that. <laughs> What's up? You wanna go out? Right. You wanna hang out? I don't do that no more. Shit, you lying to me. <laughs> Everybody got a price. Yeah, hey, that shit like riding a bike. Yeah, to come back. You know, everybody, everybody got a price, man. I'd be like, shit, man. You know, fuck it. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I know a lot of ladies ain't looking forward to it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, I guess if you look at it from their standpoint, these women that had kids and they daughters probably out here, and now they like, mama, how you on my case about the shit I done? Your ass done popped up in a documentary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they, they, the people view their parents different. Right. Oh shit, my mama was a freak. Yeah, yeah, somebody gonna have to explain themselves. Yeah, because I know my kids, but daddy was busted. Yeah, daddy was fucking. <laughs> How you think you got here? Daddy was right. fucking. I ain't gonna lie from it. I ain't gonna run from it. I was fucking. <laughs> Back then, I ain't give a shit about shit else but fucking. Shit, what else is there to do? Right. Shit, video games and fucking and drinking. I wasn't really no true weed smoker or some shit. It was just shit. Freaks, freaks fucking and alcohol. Right. No, God, I love you. <laughs> You know, some of that shit still play a role now. So you still love fucking, still love freaks, still love alcohol. Some shit just don't change. Right. Shit, nigga just evolved. So, you know, we'll do it like that. But like I said, shout out to the Freak Nick documentary and all the motherfuckers nervous about getting exposed in the world. <laughs> no, one chick was like, I seen this one chick. She was like, anytime somebody had a camera, I never would be in front of the camera. Your ass don't know what camera was on your ass. Only right. the one that was in front of your face. Hell yeah, you never know. Yeah, so, you know, hey, you know, she do what she do. And uh, we'll see when the shit come out. So, right. yeah, shout out to that. And uh, I want to give a special F you to Facebook. Mm. I think one of the most annoying things on Facebook is when you change your profile picture. Because when you change your profile picture, instead of just changing the motherfucker and let it be, yeah, they put on your wall as a post. So it's like motherfuckers be liking your shit all over again because you changed your profile picture. Oh, damn. And no matter if you hide the shit or not, it still shows up on your timeline. 
I'm like, why? Why I ain't trying to have a motherfucker like my shit all over again? I just wanted to change right. my profile picture. You're just announcing to everybody. Yeah, yeah. they, they see your option. Like, do you want this to be displayed, or you just want to change it without, you know, whatever? Like, just change my shit and let me keep it moving. They done seen the picture already. Then again, like, maybe it's coming from me because I'm a male because I don't post a lot of pictures anyway. You know, females might not give a fuck because, you know, y'all post a shitload of pictures every day, all day. Mm-hmm. What you look like on Monday, you feel like you might look different on Tuesday and Wednesday, even though you still look the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you might, I'm, let me change my look because I'm going to the gas station. Oh, shit. All right. I got to post another picture because I'm in Kroger. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh-oh. I'm at the car wash. Let me take this car picture. You know what I'm saying? I got I got to do what I got to do. So maybe it might, you know, ladies, y'all might be okay with it. But for me. Just let me change my profile picture without all the reposting my shit like I did it for attention when I just wanted to update my shit and change it. So, right. yeah, shout out to Facebook for that dumb shit. You know, get y'all stuff together. But y'all y'all hit a nigga with a shitload of ads, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you won't do simple shit like make it easy for a motherfucker to change their profile picture. So, <laughs> fuck you when it comes to that. Hell yeah. And uh, before I get off into two of my main topics, you know, be on the lookout for... Probably next week we'll do a, a NFL draft recap, right? With a crossover between Authentic Drake Podcast, Dub and the Brown Bear, where we're gonna discuss. Really, it's gonna be the draft, pretty much sports totally related. So it's not an official episode of either or, right? It's a crossover, so it'll be on all platforms. It just won't be your traditional uh, show that you're looking for. So right. be on the lookout for that. So we can see if the Lions screw up or not, or whatever. Best believe we have all our talking points to be under the influence at the same time. So of course, you know we'll have Fatsy in. Maybe he'll do a a full review or whatever. Maybe we can see if we can uh, find a brighter flashlight and pull a darkness <laughs> out the cupboard. Right. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. Um, also be on the lookout for the Pop Culture Two Two Three podcast. Like I said, if you want your real life Call of Duty experience. Anything about weapons, training, and all that stuff, be on the lookout for, you know, check in to Pop Culture 223. Right, right. Uh, check out the ladies. Let us be women. You know, yes. We let them be women because there's no feminine shit this way. Right. You know, we got to get them back in the studio. A lot of stuff been going on, so shout out to them. Yeah, definitely shout out to them, yeah. You know, with all that's been going on in this world, shout out to the ladies. Yeah, they'll be back in the lab soon. Yeah, we got to get them back in the lab because there's a lot of stuff I need them to talk about that I don't want to touch. Shout out to the LBTQ LMNOP. I still ain't got nothing. I'm not touching it. Nope. I just want to get that out there for a disclaimer. So, yeah, shout out to the yeah. ladies. Yeah, we got Dub and the Brown Bear, my brothers. They got a lot of stuff coming, you know. Oh, check yeah. Check out their podcast. And, uh, you know, I'm the truly, I would have to say I'm the only really true controversial one out the group. But I'll be the sacrificial lamb for everybody to do what we need to do because we all work together. Oh, yeah. So we all members of Deuce Crew Productions. If, you know, you're trying to start a podcast, you want a little help, a little assistance, you know, just check in with Deuce Crew Productions. You know, you can hit us up at uh, DeuceCrewProductions at gmail.com. Is that right? Yep. Okay. That's or you can it. hit us all up individually, myself, L-Dub, Brown Bear. You know, we we, we putting this thing in motion, so, you know, don't be scared. You know, it's, it's easy to want to do a podcast that I light turn on. You actually got to talk some shit. Just right. check out my first video. I was like, oh, shit. This shit is real. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? They got to talk. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that, man. You know, we got a lot of stuff coming. Things like that. You know, if y'all got events or something, y'all feel like y'all want one of the podcasts, you know, done live during one of y'all shows, you know, in, uh, events or whatever, you know, hit us up. 
Right. I'm sure we can make that work. You no, know, we trying to do some things around here and make it do what it do. So yeah, I had to get yeah. the you know the company business out the way. Right. For sure, for sure. <laughs> can't, can't do a show without getting no. the, without getting the company business out the way. Any small business owners, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ads, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because you know, What's I actually, I still want to interview that one lady who started that uh, that grocery store in the hood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's doing real good. I said I was gonna probably go up there and chat it up with her and talk to her, see about getting her on the show. Because I think that was an awesome thing for her to do. Right. You know, I just hope all y'all motherfuckers out there don't get the idea of trying to destroy a motherfucker who came back to the hood to get y'all some different shit, right? And better shit. Because you know, it's gonna be that one motherfucker who's gonna fall on hard times. And I look at what she represent. Exactly. So all you dumbasses, leave her alone if y'all right. plotting on her ass. So, you know, it's a, you know it is what it is. Right. Now, all right. This is a topic, and I hope some other fellows going to be here, but they ain't here. And mm-hmm. you know, we kind of had this discussion. You know, lately, and this has irritated my soul, probably more often than the, for the last couple weeks. Mm. You know. Women throw this protect and provide shit. You know what? I'm going to say that one for last. I'm going to backtrack on that one. Okay. But it's no towards the end. The protect and provide conversation is coming probably in about 20 minutes. All right. So be on the lookout for that shit. Fellas, because this was just brought to my attention yesterday, but I've heard it from numerous women. It's a lot of dudes out here in my age bracket. And they out here trying to find women, and these niggas walk around here with no job, nothing to offer. You know, trying to come up these women, using them for a come up. Which you got women out here in the same. It's it's everybody's a whole that when you reach a certain age and you don't have your shit together, mm-hmm. and now you trying to find somebody to get that security for the rest of your life because you realize you don't fucked off thirty to forty years of your life. Now you trying to find somebody to you can you know snuggle up with. And ride out the rest of your life with who got they shit together, cause you was just a lazy motherfucker didn't want to do shit with your life. Mm. Y'all need to work that shit out, you know. Cause I hear I I hear women talk about these dudes in their forties and fifties still trying to talk to females. Niggas ain't got no job. Niggas ain't got no car. Motherfucker got severe health issues. Niggas ain't got insurance. Niggas ain't doing shit. But then they want a woman who got a good job, uh, got all her shit together. And they just want to slide in with some dick and be like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to be your better half. You know what I'm saying? And that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hell we got nah. we got to do better as men. You know what I'm saying? We got to do, you know, maybe it's just me. Maybe just the people that I'm associated with. That, like I said before, I'm not being with nobody that I, I will always want to be an asset and never a liability. Right. And Whatever bills I pay, I've said it multiple times. I don't care if we living together. I'm going to make sure I can pay every single bill, whether you there or not. It ain't necessarily about me trying to take care of you. It's more about me making sure all my bills can be paid, whether you there or not, in case you decide to dip. Because these days, a woman can be in love for six weeks. And on that seven, that six, that six, six weeks and one day, I'm not happy. Mm. And then they out the door. So, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to make sure I can take care of my shit. But these guys out here that ain't doing what they supposed to do, trying to latch on to these females, y'all should be ashamed of yourself. No, I'm not perfect. No, I ain't rich. Yet. Keep listening to the Authentic Drake podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because that shit, that shit is coming. 
You know me when you know it's when we small time, but don't act like you don't. Don't shit, gang recognize gang when the shit the shit take off. Like I knew when the motherfuckers was starting up. Mm. So yeah, you didn't want to fuck with us then. And all of a sudden, motherfuckers get big time. It's like, what's up, buddy? Right. I don't even know who you are, player. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's been real. But yeah, man, we gotta do better as men. I'ma say we, because I was the person I am now. I wasn't always that person. I was on the other side of that coin probably a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've been there, and I had to make a change for myself because I wanted more shit, different things, and I had to formulate a plan to get it, to get to where I'm at. So it ain't no, it's easy for you to formulate a plan to make it do what it do. You just got to stick with it. You know what I'm saying? You might find a female that's willing to help you, but nine times out of ten, you probably not these, these days. <laughs> It was probably much easier back in my day because there wasn't no social media. You know what I'm saying? So you probably could get away with a lot more shit. Mm. Now with social media, you can't get away with a motherfucking thing. Right. Because I think my whole timeline on social media is like a fucking female quote box for female, <laughs> for females. So you ain't getting away with shit now that you probably would 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? 20, 25 years ago, you ain't getting away with that shit. Mm-hmm. That I can promise you. Dang, it's too much shit going on to for you to, you have to find the most gullible, a woman with the lowest self esteem. Which nowadays you can't even find that. <laughs> I mean, I don't. You got females out here who know they ain't, should be on this level, but feel like they the fucking eleven, right? You know what I'm saying? They could be the ugliest motherfucker on the side of the one side of Detroit, but you shit, if they confidence high, you fuck right. So even even ugly bras got standards. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not in that scene and shit. But it's like, from what you're saying, for like, for a guy to be like in his 40s or even 50s and be like what you're saying, broke, no job, no car, nothing like that. Still living with their mama. Still living with their mama. Wait, wait for their mothers to pass away so they can take over the house and shit like that. Right, crazy ass shit like that. Dumb shit. And when they approach a single woman, especially a single black woman, that's in her 40s and 50s. But got her shit together, got her own shit, her own job. She got a career, whatever, whatever. You would think, who the what women is falling for that shit now a days? Because it don't seem like they that they that gullible today as they was back then. Cause like you said, you can't get away with shit now. Somebody gonna find your ass on social media. Yeah, but, it ain't hard to find at all. Right, but it's like, yeah, who out here falling for that shit? It's like, oh, you ain't got no job. I'll take you in. I can. I'll I'll take my nursing degree and all this type of I got I'm a lawyer but I'll I'll take your ass in and and, and build you up. What women out here doing that shit? Yeah, because you know they because I remember the old the old saying like dudes that went to jail. Shout out to the dudes that went to jail that got out and made some of themselves. Right, that's what's up. Salute. You know what I'm saying I see all my brothers who got out of prison and never went back. Shout out to you. Right, but let's be realistic here. I've seen it firsthand, so I'm not saying shit out. Out my ass, because I witnessed the first hand with somebody very, very close to me. Shit, probably don't get no closer. But women who talk to guys in jail, and they be faithful to these motherfuckers in jail through hook and crook, through right or wrong and different, they be loyal to these motherfuckers. The dude get out of jail, and the woman has spent all this time building this motherfucker up to get him back on his feet. And the minute he get back on his feet, that nigga out. Like, you basically served your purpose. Like, yeah, I need somebody to help get me back acclimated to society. You know, help me get back on my feet while my back out here on these streets. Then a the motherfucker leave. 
Hell no. Nah. And now she done wasted all that time being in love with a motherfucker that only used her. You know what I'm saying? Just to get him on his feet. So it happens. You know what I'm saying? Cause I witnessed her firsthand. So I'm not sitting up here trying to target nobody, but there's some shit I've seen and I know it goes on. So, you know, ladies, I don't know why y'all do it, but y'all do it. You know, yeah, don't do can't really blame shit. nobody but yourselves because you chose them. And you just, I guess, because you knew where that motherfucker was at at all times because he wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the flip side of that shit, too, dog. Now, where your man at? Oh, he in jail. You can't have it both ways and shit. Like, women, some, some women, they don't want a man that's got all this bread, all successful, all this shit. But that shit takes work. I can't just sit on my ass and be at the house all day while I'm making six figure, seven figure salaries and shit. That shit, you're gonna be gone making that shit. So right. you gotta be okay with that sometimes. Oh, I ain't even shout out the soccer player, did I? I ain't even do it. Mm-mm. Shout out to the soccer player. What the fuck is this motherfucking name? <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the brother. What the fuck is his name? Uh Akraf Hakimi. <laughs> soccer player. My man got millions of dollars doing the thing he loved, playing soccer, getting paid, stacking millions. Yeah, he was married, and maybe he knew something before he married her ass or what. But apparently, she filed for divorce. Mm. And upon her filing for divorce, she found out that everything this motherfucker owned was in his mama name. You talking about? <laughs> you talking about fucked? You talking about royally fucked? Where he hid no. all his money? Because he was like, anytime I needed something, I just called my mom and told her to get it for me. Right. And I'm like, so now you divorcing him? I think his assets are so minimal because everything in his mama name. Right. So now she trying to fight that shit, but she basically screwed. Yeah. And it's like it's one of them times where the man win the battle because ladies, I know. Y'all sit up here and be married to motherfuckers and y'all take half a nigga shit for whatever little time y'all was together. Y'all rob a nigga blind and go live your best life. It ain't worked this time. So shout out for the red currency where the brother win the war, even though they still going through their shit. But yeah, I think she fucked on this one. Hell yeah. So yeah, shout out to Hakimi and all your millions. Or as the Rock say, and millions. <laughs> <laughs> That's some crazy shit. But I, you know, I ain't even mad at him. Nah, hell nah. You know, because I'm going to be honest with you. I think at some point, I say it's getting to a point now, and I haven't heard nobody say this, but I think at some point, man, marriage is going to be dead. I don't think a lot of motherfuckers going to get married no more. Mm. It probably won't be my lifetime, but at some point, marriage is not going to be looked at the way it used to be. Because through all the little nuances, all the little legal shit, all the lot of shit that dudes don't agree with, the biasness right. and all that. I don't think marriage is going to really be a mainstay probably in the next, if I had to guesstimate, 50 years. Yeah. Probably, people probably wouldn't get married no more. I can see that. Yeah, not on paper. No. Motherfuckers are just exist together. Yeah, we shit. together, girl. You want, you want my last name? We'll just say it. Yeah, your new <laughs> last name is such and such. Right. But on your paperwork, it's your regular last name. But, you know, we out here. We out here together. So, yeah, I don't really think marriage is going to last. It's not going to be a thing at some point. Probably won't be in my lifetime. But mm-hmm. I could pretty much say at the rate we're going, yeah, I don't think marriage is really going to be a thing. 
Because I think nowadays people look at marriage, as much as I hate to say it, and it's not everybody, but I think nowadays people look at marriage as a death sentence. Dang. They do. Especially from the male perspective. They look at it as a death sentence because you fuck. Unless they change. Now, okay, the only way marriage won't die is if they really have a come to Jesus moment and change a lot of laws that go along with marriage. Because it would incentivize people to get married. Because a lot of laws don't incentivize men to want to get married. Especially men who work their ass off to get some shit. Right. They ain't going to want to do it. Yeah, because, I mean, you do you you get a little bit of tax benefits from, you know, filing married and all that, filing joint and all that kind of shit. But it's not like a ton, ton. It ain't a ton. So, you know, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying what shit is out there. See it every day. You know what I'm saying? Plain as day. I could look at some relationship, some marriages, and be like, you know what? Like the old, what's the old song? It's cheaper to keep her. Right. But you think that motherfucker ain't want to get the fuck on until he realizes it's cheaper to keep her than get the fuck on? <laughs> That's why motherfuckers don't want to do that shit. They hear that song, I'm like, you know what? That's why I ain't going to put myself in position. Mm. Why I got to feel like it's cheaper to keep her, so. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all can uh, debate with me if y'all want to. You know, AuthenticDrakePodcast at gmail.com. You know, I'm here for it. <laughs> now, I'll talk about shit I ain't prepared for the smoke. Right. Because I know somewhere somebody can be like, this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just say shit that I think. I told y'all people ask me. I get people asking me all the time, like, so what's your podcast about? Whatever I'm feeling that particular time, that microphone turn on. Right. Could be this. Could be that. Could be a little bit of this or whatever. But, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. So, you know, we just make it do what it do. Right. And uh, go from there. So, yeah, since I'm going to speed it up because uh, that ties into the uh, protect and provide shit since we own this topic. Okay. You know, ladies, y'all, y'all do a lot of this protect and provide talk. I see it from older women. Younger women, YouTube, Facebook, society, and y'all toss that shit around like it's like a foregone conclusion. And I think you really don't take into account what goes along with that because it's easiest to toss the shit out there. And I think the reason why it's so easy for motherfuckers to toss the shit out there because, as I said a couple episodes ago, a man's life, a black man's life, really, but a male's life is not as valued as it once was. Because I guarantee you, if you if you told me to go interview a uh, hundred motherfuckers in jail, I guarantee you, I would say guesstimate 30, I'm gonna say like 30% is in jail of a woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, and I, I don't know why, if I'm in a club and my woman say some shit to some random motherfucker to escalate the situation. And now she come to me and be like, well, you got to go fight this dude because I said X, Y, Z. No, I'm not doing that. Right. Now he all hyped up because his girl hyping him up. You know what I'm saying? Now we about to fight. So either two things going to happen. Either I'm going to kill you or you're going to kill me. And then either one of us dead, other person in jail for the rest of their life. And the very chick that started all that shit is on social media asking another nigga to bring her some lunch. Yep. So, yeah, this protect and provide shit, you know, y'all, y'all, women toss that shit around like it's nothing, but which y'all don't really take into consideration, which, you know, me, I simplify shit for y'all ass. I don't use all the big words and all the rhetoric. That's a word for y'all. Write that shit down. I know y'all ain't used to it. Uh, <laughs> all the rhetoric that's going around on social media. Like, a nigga has to literally have to die for you. 
You know, it's not no, okay, uh, Dre died for you on Monday, April 25th, or whatever the fuck the day is, and then he way back up and get a do-over. You know what I'm saying? That's a one motherfucking shot deal. Right. And y'all toss that shit around like, yeah, girl, he pulled protect and provide. If he can't protect and provide, okay. So to simplify that shit, I am supposed to be willing to die for you. So if in order for a man to be willing to die for you, you got to be a special motherfucker. Yet y'all toss this shit around with that system of entitlement that's really being displayed lately. And I don't know about other guys, but I value my life pretty much. I really value my life. And I'm not going to toss my life away for just because you got a fat ass, some big titties, or your throw lunges matter game is A1. I ain't doing it. And I think women don't really take into account when they tell a dude. I think dudes as a whole, for my, my brothers out here, y'all, you need to take that shit literally. And I want to you and I this probably dudes with a chick they chick right now listen to this shit like, when I am I willing to die for the woman I'm with? And they might look over to the left or look over to the right while they driving. Am I willing to die for this broad? Yeah, and really probably question not. That shit. <laughs> and and I I tell people and I've told my sons this. I'm saying if you dating a girl, and know that whole they you throw that protective advice shit. And I say okay, well since they want to throw this protective advice shit. When, it come, when you come down to the brass tacks of the situation, the woman that you with, can you look at her face and tell yourself, I'm willing to die for this woman. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, you're not. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, it hasn't been, hell, I've been married before. So, it ain't too many women that cross my path in my lifetime where if the, if the shit hit the fan, I'll be willing to get, I wouldn't die for that. It ain't been many. Right. That's a, that, I can count that shit on one hand. Probably half, probably half of one hand. You know what I'm saying? And that, that, that don't even include my, my kids automatic. You know what I'm saying? My mother was automatic, but God rest so she's not here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, you know, it's only a handful of, a half a hand, three fingers on my head that I wouldn't die for that a female. In my lifetime. Right. Like, no, I'm not doing it. So. I mean. I'll see, let you get your insight on that shit. Because I feel two ways about that shit, man. Because me, me and the wife was actually talking about this shit before. Not three ways. This nigga said two ways. I feel two ways about it, dog. Because it's, 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 it's some elephant in the room type of shit that I feel like a lot of women don't want to talk about. Well, let's talk about it here, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, the shit with, like, with me and my wife. Because obviously, you know. Yeah, I'm taking a little, a little bit more of that. Yeah, we drinking while we pouring while we working, so don't oh, don't yeah, judge yeah. us. That's how you get this award winning content we put out. Right, right. <laughs> this shit, you know, obviously as as a married man and shit like that. Of course, you know, what I'm saying I feel that way about my wife. You know, I'm a protect. I'm a provide. You know, if if worse came to worse and shit had to go down, of course I'm gonna step in front of that bullet because that's what I signed up for and that's what we agreed to. But. There's shit that goes along with that, like you said. Now, the elephant in the room for that type of shit, and I and and I'll touch on it from a man's perspective after I put it out there, but it's like that prov- that protect and provide shit came from a different era. True, where women were considered less than they always have been when you really think about it. 
when you think about why why does a man have to protect a woman? Why does a man open the door for a woman? Supposed to lay down your coat over mud puddles and shit and fucking do all this shit for women because they supposed to be these delicate dainty flowers that we supposed to just put on pedestals and honor and, and protect and provide for, right? These niggas ain't laying down no $500 Gucci jacket for a broad. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's because we was always taught that women was less than shit. They couldn't even vote. You know what I'm saying? Until, I think, like, what? The 40s? 50s? Somewhere in there? Like I that. think the 50s. Yeah. So don't it was... Us. We don't know for certain. Right. So it was always, yeah, the man was going to go to work, come home, slave, do this, do that, to protect and provide for his wife. And his kids, you know, but we just talking about the wife. But at the same time, the wife understood her role in that era where she shut the fuck up. If he, when he came home, the slippers was out, the food was ready. You know what I'm saying? It was that handoff for that type of shit. Now, obviously, you know, we don't live like that in, in today's day and age. It's not on that level. You know what I'm saying? Like me and my wife, we still share responsibilities and we help out and we do shit like this, that, and the third. But... I wouldn't, I don't, you know, I would say there's a hierarchy sometimes where if there has to be a final call, I'll make it, but I don't abuse that shit. And we do shit together. Right. Whereas I'm protecting, I'm providing, I'm making sure shit's straight. Well, yeah, she may be doing more with the kids and making sure the house is cleaned up, shit like that. And I help out where, you know, where it's needed. Because shit, when the mortgage is due, that shit's on me. I ain't coming to her like, oh yeah, can you pay the mortgage this month? I just, you know, don't feel like it or I done fuck some shit up. Nah, I got that shit lock, stock, and barrel. So in turn, yeah, she does other shit, but we balance all that shit out. A lot of women don't want that shit. They want you to open their door for them and pay all their bills and shit, but they ain't trying to get in the kitchen and cook shit or or fucking vacuum a floor either. And that's where y'all be fucking up at. So fuck y'all. You know what? And speaking of that, because I'm going to piggyback off that, because mm-hmm. ironically, I just had this conversation about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Ladies. And I mean this, okay, ladies of my my age bracket, you know, if you and your, I'm going to start from mid-40s on up. If you're single, and you can take with it what you will, you know, I'm just offering a little help, a little guidance, you know what I'm saying? If you're trying to build a relationship with somebody or meet somebody, this attitude about I don't cook no more because my kid's grown and all this shit, that shit is not going to work. <laughs> nah. I don't give a fuck how good you look. Like I said, how good you look, how fat your ass is, how your throat lunges matter might be A1. Mm. If a motherfucker can't get a meal, and this comes from a brother who like to cook. I cook all the time. Right. But if you if your excuse to me is my kid's grown, I don't have to cook no more, or I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, most dudes not going to... Let me rephrase that. They'll fuck you. Right. They won't wife you. Right. That depends on the bracket your ass gonna get thrown into. Right. Let's <laughs> let's let's say that clearly again. Most men, and like I said, men are I tell try to tell men, men are real simple. We don't require a lot of shit. Mother require respect, peace, and a woman mother that's willing to cook. And if you're not willing to cook because you feel like you reach a certain age, your kids grow, you ain't gotta do that shit. Most dudes are not gonna be with you. They'll fuck you. Mm. They won't wife you. Nope. Unless that motherfucker need to come up and you was come up, he's gonna, he gonna be willing to settle for whatever fuck. He got to settle for to get a, a roof over his head and some brand new some brand new Air Maxes and shit because she gonna buy for him. Right. Other than that, 
No, because I, I hate that I met women and the first guy in my office is, oh, I don't cook. Or she'd be like, I'm glad you know I cook because I ain't cooking no more. Oh, it's nothing else for me and you to talk about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, you know, there's no way around it for you to tell me, well, you know, I don't cook and, or my kid's grown or I don't feel I should have to because I'm living my best life. Okay, but then you wonder why the chicks who marry or the chicks who are long-standing relationships and the dude do what he supposed to do because they do the simple shit. Right. And a motherfucker ass for I don't know how hard that is or why y'all make it more complicated. I don't know if it's just because you're an educated woman, you're a right. woman with all these degrees, which, as much as I hate to say it, men don't give a shit about your degrees. Mm-hmm. Men don't give a shit about how much money you make. Men don't give a shit about basically what you're doing to justify the motherfuckers willing to die for you. And if y'all will simplify the shit and really pay attention to what the fuck motherfuckers be trying to tell you, life would be so much better in a black community without y'all walking around here with all these degrees feeling like y'all better than everybody. And then you get mad when a motherfucker, a female with all these degrees get mad when a dude go for a chick who ain't even got her birth certificate or on Section 8. <laughs> but she get that nigga, she cook for that nigga, she get that nigga peace. You know what I'm saying? She get that motherfucker respect. And then you, you looking down on the chick who ain't got shit and wonder why he go to her. Mm. Because it all goes back to the basic principle. Peace, respect, and food. <laughs> right. Pussy comes standard on every model. As much as y'all hate to believe it, y'all y'all think y'all pussy is a one, and y'all each one of y'all motherfuckers think y'all shit is sunshine. It ain't. So, you know, it just it comes standard on every model. Y'all value y'all pussy way too much. Me and love pussy, but y'all value that shit. Like that's the only thing you're supposed to bring is, you know, you got a tight, a nice ass body and some pussy. Dudes rather be by themselves to deal with that shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Y'all that's can take with it what that's you all will. It is. You got a point. Yeah, you can take with it what you will. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I ain't got a problem getting no man. You ain't got a problem getting some dick. <laughs> right. But them niggas won't wife your ass. It all depends on what type of man you attract. Right. Shit. You gonna you gonna get back what you put out and shit. Shit, they go to the gas station, see about ten bitches like I fuck shut her ass. And they mind, but they won't wipe them bitches. They'll you know, it might be that. 4.30 a.m. and shit, that late text while you drive home late at night and, you know, motherfucker blow your back out. Mm-hmm. But when you started looking for more than that, you know what I'm saying, they ain't gonna want to be bothered. Or, right. ladies, and I'm, it's, you know, I'm, I love you, might as well tell you, so might as well be me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy Raul on. Please act right. Check out his YouTube channel. He's like, when a chick say, yeah, I'm not having sex no more, and a dude, and I'm like, I'm speaking for what, what dudes think. They be like, okay, so you ain't have sex no more. So I got to do all this shit and I ain't getting no pussy? They ain't going to want to do it. <laughs> if you tell a nigga off rip, ain't no shot of you getting no pussy. Them niggas don't get the fuck on. They might string you along for about 60 days, maybe. Right, because they ain't going to believe that shit. And they feel like, oh, I get the pussy. Yeah, I, 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 they'll, they'll see. They'll test it for a minute. Right, right. And then they, they'll, they each, they'll get themselves a cutoff. Like, okay, if she give me pussy by such such time, I'm out the door. And I guarantee you they banging somebody else while your ass being stingy. <laughs> of course. You know what I'm saying? They're like, well, I don't know why, why he stopped talking to me. Of course. Shit. If I ain't getting no pussy, what the fuck am I doing? What? <laughs> you could be the nicest motherfucker in the world. You, we, can have a, we can have a connection. We can talk about all kind of shit. We can do this. We can do that. But if we ain't fucking, because you holding that shit hostage. And see, that shit, that's the shit that's crazy. 
And that was the shit because, like, yeah. Because, like, shit, I was even talking to the wife about that shit. It's like, I can understand that shit dating in your, you know, teens, 20s, whatever, whatever. That may be a thing. Now, if you single in your 40s and your 50s and shit, and you talking about, oh, I got a 90-day rule or I ain't fucking till I get married or some shit. Like, I mean, for everybody in their 40s, who ain't fucked before yet? So it ain't like you got some shit ain't nobody ever seen before. Especially if you had kids. Right. And it's like, that shit ain't going to make or break nothing at this point. Like, I mean, if you fucking with a virgin in your 40s and 50s, I guess that is what it is. You'll cross that bridge when you come to it. But you withholding some pussy thinking that's going to make some shit happen any different. That's wild as fuck. Like, that shit shouldn't make any difference, I would think. Well, they be like, I value myself. Yeah, we value too. But, right. you know what I'm saying? If we, if we gonna vibe, we gonna vibe. Fucking ain't gonna make a difference one way or another in your 40s or 50s, I would think. Yeah, because I'm gonna say this, and this is not gonna be, it might be received well, but it's just the blatant truth. Just like women say, if a motherfucker is broke, then a man shouldn't be dating. Okay, ladies, if you ain't coming out no pussy, you shouldn't be dating. <laughs> Let's just do it that way. If, a man, if y'all say a man is broke, then he shouldn't be dating if a man can't afford to go out on no date. And if you know you ain't eventually going to come out no pussy for that motherfucker, then you shouldn't date either. Right. That way you you ain't stringing this man along. That's why a lot of motherfuckers in potty relationships and not even know they in a potty relationship. Because while you over here holding your shit hostage, he's still hanging out with you. Right. Going out with you. And doing that's everything. that shit. And like, now, and now I'm not saying that it's like you gotta fuck. You know what I'm saying? You gotta put the pussy out. I ain't saying that. I'm just saying I'm talking about the ones that's got the hard stances. Like, no matter what, I ain't fucking for 90 days or mm-hmm. I got a fucking five date rule and I ain't fucking. You might even wanna fuck and your dumb ass going home taking cold showers and using roses and fucking fingering yourself and shit. So you trying to hold up to a rule. I mean, if that shit vibe and that shit happen, that shit happen. Everybody grown as fuck at this point in life, dog. You, so, you would think so, but. That shit crazy You as know, hell. I just simplify the shit. Like I said, if a nigga too broke, nigga shouldn't be dating. Right. If you ain't fucking, you shouldn't be dating. Right. Because if a man ain't, if he know ain't no pussy coming down the pipe, with all the shit he take you out to dinner and all this shit, and he know he ain't getting no pussy, <laughs> most niggas ain't going to do that shit. Right. Or. They might fuck with you for a minute, but if a nigga still fuck with you knowing he ain't getting no place from you, he already fucking somebody else. Right, he ain't pressed for that So shit. he ain't pressed for the shit. So, right. I mean, y'all can make the decision. Like, shit, y'all body, y'all do what y'all want. You know, y'all want to feel the connection. I know, Don't get me wrong. I know y'all got that hormone and shit. You know, if y'all take, you know, the more dicks y'all take, the more y'all hormone be thrown the fuck off, and y'all lose that connection to a motherfucker who fucking you. So I ain't judging. I'm just telling you the hard truth. <laughs> about what motherfuckers think when y'all say that shit because if a chick say that shit I'd be like alright well that's cool right you do you I ain't mad you know what I'm saying it is what it is but at the end of the day if I know ain't no pussy on the horizon shit right alright whatever you know what I'm saying it's cool you do whatever's best for you like, right Deuces. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Because it's like, I mean, and realistically, you like you said, shit gonna happen naturally. Like, I don't ever I don't I ain't, I ain't never been the type to press no female for sex. Never have. So right. if the shit happens, it happens. But everybody get themselves a clock. I mean, I don't care how much you wanna lock yourself down for the right person, all dudes get themselves a clock. They'll never tell you what that clock is. Mm. And I can tell you over the years my clock doesn't change. 
If you'd asked me back, shit, 10, 15 years ago, shit, my clock would have been two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> if I ain't got the brothers in two weeks, it's an issue. You know, my shit done changed now nah, because it's so much shit I'm trying to do and so much shit I got going on. I don't give a fuck. As long as shit happen within an ample amount of time, then I'm cool because there's too much shit going on. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, shout out to ladies. I'm just telling y'all the truth. Like I said, I'm going to reiterate that shit. Brothers, if you can't afford to go out, if you can't afford to take one out to dinner, don't date. And ladies, if you know you ain't giving that motherfucker no pussy, you shouldn't be dating either. Right. That way you can sit your ass still, you and your roles, and all your tequilas and hang out with your girls and take girls trips. Maybe getting your back blew up by some by Rallo in Cancun or Putacada. But <laughs> I'm just telling you, you know, it ain't I know it's easy for y'all to get dick, because like I said, niggas will fuck you, but right. they won't wife you. Hell yeah. You know, comes along with that protective advice shit. You know, don't get mad at me. I'm just passing on the knowledge because somebody gotta tell you in. I'm I'm just a normal motherfucker with a lot of shit to say, so that's 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 me. My, my other little catchphrase. I'm just a normal I'm just a normal brother with a lot of shit to say, you know what I'm saying. So before I get to close before I close this out because I'm reaching the end of the show. I was watching this documentary yesterday. Uh huh. Some random ass documentary because I didn't want to watch that Milwaukee uh Miami game because they start getting their ass whooped. It was called Volcano. Mm-hmm. So apparently in uh, was was it Sweden? I think it was Sweden. No, New Zealand. Um, they had a, it's one of the rare active volcanoes in in the world. These motherfuckers got a tour of the volcano, mm-hmm. and I guess based on what the documentary saying, that bitch be active like every three years, like twenty sixteen, like twenty thirteen it went off, twenty sixteen it went off. Mm. So this particular day, I think they had like four trips. It was like four sets of people, tours and shit. Yeah. On this, ain't, ain't no, it's just a volcano, nigga. It ain't no island. It's just a volcano itself. Hell no. The first set of people walked around, made it to the boat. As the second set of people was walking away from the, the mouth of the volcano, mm-hmm. that bitch erupted on their ass. Damn. So in total, like you, they had like video footage to hear motherfuckers screaming and shit. Right. And like, they, I think total, I think when the shit finally settled, eight people died that they left on the island. Because mm. it was like an hour and a half to get to the island by boat. And it was like a half hour by helicopter. So Damn. imagine how long it took for motherfuckers to get there mm. to help them motherfuckers. So apparently eight people died that was there. Uh, they got a lot of people off the island and got them back to shore. But I think they said 21 people died total. Damn. And this happened December 9th of 2019. Damn. And I'm like, how come how the fuck I ain't never hear about this shit? Right. So I want to say, you know, rest in peace to them people that passed away, because I know it's going to be a lot of mothers getting sued, because they interviewed the people that survived. One, one, one young man, he lost his mother, father, and sister. Damn. He watched his mother, he saw his mother die. His father eventually got a hospital, died due to his injuries, and they don't know what the fuck happened to the sister. I think she got in. Like, he don't know what, they never saw her ever. Damn. And it's like, you know, shit going on in the world, and I, I said, well, I can understand probably why we didn't hear about it, because December 9th, 2019, we were still learning about COVID and all that shit. Right. So that was the beginning of COVID. So all we cared about is what the fuck was going on with the pandemic. So yeah, it was about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, seeing the people who recovered, like one dude, they said he was going to be in the hospital for a year. I think he was out in like two months. Damn. And they're showing all the scars and people had to have all the multiple surgeries and shit. 
So, you know, rest in peace people, people that died in that, in that volcano. I'm pretty sure they got the shit sued out their motherfucking ass for that shit. Right. In New Zealand. You know, if y'all look it up, you know, y'all want to see some real life shit. Just one other thing about me, I watch a lot of real life shit. And, uh, you know, we see enough fake shit in the world, enough dumb shit on social media, but nobody really talks about real life shit right. that goes on in the world. So if you go on Netflix and look up the the documentary called Volcano, see all the shit the motherfuckers went through, you know, the people that survived and all that trauma and shit, seeing the scars from that shit, like, dude, there's no way in hell I would ever step foot on a volcano knowing that any particular moment that bitch can go the fuck off. Right, hell yeah. But they said it was safe. And the lady, one of the ladies who got hurt, she was like, yeah, it happened in 2013, 2016. Now here we are in 2019. And she had just told her husband she felt uneasy about that shit. Mm. And as they, and, and the matter of nigga, they was running their ass off. But all that shit at the air, man, they said, them niggas, they said, all that hot steam, motherfuckers was burning skin up. The shit was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, just, that's fucked up, dog. It is. So, no, I want to say rest peace to them. You know what I'm saying? That was, people should check that documentary out. There's a lot of shit going in the world that we don't pay attention to, but we get caught up in all this superficial dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I cover a, a wide array of shit going on in the world and shit that be on my mind. So I, need, I think y'all should check that shit out because that's a real-life situation that we heard nothing about. You know what I'm saying? And it was the beginning of the pandemic, so I can kind of understand why, you know what I'm saying, people really didn't hear it. So. Before I close this shit out, I'm going to give a shout out to my brother L-Dub on the ones and twos for another yeah. show in the books. The show. Um, I want to say hi to, shout out to all the people getting ready for this uh, Lions draft on Thursday. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to throw some throw some chili in the works for that shit. Yeah, yeah. Chili and drinks for the draft party. Should be a good night. Um, shout out to everybody who listens to the show. Appreciate the support. All new people who check out the show and, you know, come back at me and be like, you a weird motherfucker and you be saying some crazy shit. It's what I do. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I'm authentically me. What I am on this shit is where I am in real life, so it ain't no misconception, so it's an easy job to do when you just be yourself. Shout out to Brown Bear, who at home. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the Brown Bear. So, we'll catch y'all. This is episode 16. 16. We'll catch y'all on the crossover, which won't count as episode 17, but it'll be a crossover event, more sports-related, so... I know y'all support me, but it's going to be pretty much sport, so we'll work that out. Oh, yeah. So on behalf of Deuce Crew Productions, the Authentic Drake Podcast, and L-Dub from the uh, Shooting Shit with L-Dub and the Brown Bear, right, right. we got this bitch. And always remember, Roland is right. And we out.